0: Hello, I'm Andrew.
1: And I'm Caterina.
0: Welcome to Two Tablespoons, a podcast where we discuss recipes, food products,
1: how we like to
0: cook and eat, and we'll try to have a bit of fun along the way.
1: Today, we are going to be talking about cooking and eating a very simple dish, a cheese omelette. But it is not ordinary cheese omelette. This is a quadruple cheese, twice cooked omelette, which delivers bags of tangy cheese flavor, served either hot or cold.
0: Now this recipe comes from chef Tom Kerridge's dopamine diet cookbook and it's only been tweaked slightly in the two tablespoons fashion by the type of cheese that we're using.
1: Now if you are interested in a low carb diet or weight loss in general and without wanting to sound like some kind of cheesy advert we can't recommend this book enough. Tom's explanation of why he wrote it and how it works are really heartfelt and accessible to anyone, plus his before and after pictures speak for themselves.
0: Anyway, the omelette itself is something I'd imagine anyone listening would be familiar with. A dish that's made from beaten eggs, cooked in a frying pan with butter or oil, usually without stirring the mixture. Towards the end of the cooking time, the desired filling is often put in the center and the omelette folded around them. Research suggests that the omelette as a dish has origins as far back as the ancient Persian and Roman empires, with the words we use now coming from France around the late 14th century.
1: There are variations of the omelette in almost every culture around the world, from egg foo in China, to cuckoo in Iran, or to frittata in Italy, and good old tortilla in Spain.
0: So with that in mind, we'll move through to the kitchen and give you the two tablespoons take on this apparently global dish. So here we are, back in the two tablespoons kitchen.
1: Massive! you like saying that Our (laughs) galley
0: kitchen it's not quite on a boat but you could probably fit it on one so this is such an easy recipe isn't it
1: it's fantastic it's easy straightforward and tasty as hell
0: it's so simple that a simpleton like me can make it I'm not usually the cook in the house that's usually Katerina but this is one that I have adopted and run with so I'm just gonna grease up the dish because it's twice cooked We've got some prep done already, we've got the cheese grated, which I'll talk about in just a second, but we're going to be popping it in the oven before we fry it later. So what I need to do is have the... this that's going to be going into the oven in greased up a bit, so it doesn't stick too much, and the best way I found to do that is to get a... well we've got... A, it's like a cake dish, it's a glass pyrex dish, it's 25 centimetres by 20 centimetres, and I've just got a tiny bit of olive oil, a blob of butter, in the pan. The oven's already on and preheating at about 200-210 degrees so I'm just going to pop that in the oven for a couple of minutes to heat up the butter and get it all melted and then I can mix it around the sides and get it all stuck for all the edges. That
1: sounds like a very good idea. So, it's all,
0: so it's all greased up. I so can learn something from you. My sous chef has kindly grated me all the cheese I need for this stage and there's a lot of cheese going into this so in our omelette as I mentioned it's double cooked so the first stage is to kind of bake it all together now an omelette is traditionally in a pan and fried and then you don't touch it you don't mix it around so you don't get scrambled eggs to you you get kind of a set mixture well this is going in the oven first and it's going in with all of its cheese so I've got a little bowl here with six beaten egg that's whole eggs so you don't separate the whites or the yolks or anything I guess you could if you were on a health kick but this recipe doesn't call for it. So we've got six It's definitely not healthy. Yeah. Well, it depends on your. <laughs> low carb, low carb, definitely, definitely. good
1: for keto. A lot of fat there, very few carbies. However, that is not healthy.
0: Cool. So we've got those in a separate bowl, and in the big plastic mixing bowl, we've got three different types of cheese all grated up. Now it's 100 grams of <laughs> each cheese oh, yes. grated into this bowl. And the cheeses we've got. And it's just personal preference. I think Tom has some hardened s- cheeses. He's got he some has really mozzarella stinking there, yeah. which we don't use. He's also got stinking bishop cheese, oh, which sounds like it's sound really nice. strong. But so what we've picked up, we've, we've gone with all the hard cheeses because they're going to melt down nicely into the egg mixture. So we've got standard extra mature cheddar from Tesco's. We've also got a French Alpine cheese. And here comes me practicing my mispronunciations called Abondance. I think that sounds about right. Made from unpasteurized milk and it says it's got a fruity hazelnut flavor. Semi-hard. It's got something semi-hard for you.
1: No, but it's lovely and it smells quite cheesy if you know what I mean. It's
0: a cow's milk cheese. Cow's
1: milk cheese. It's
0: lovely. It's yeah. And then the third cheese we've got is a Swiss Tesco's finest strength four, so it should be quite cheesy. It's a Gruyère. Again, it's a semi-hard cheese, fully matured, fruity flavour.
1: It's very popular right now. I have definitely heard Marcus and Monica talking about it in their programs.
0: Marcus and Monica. So, if Marcus we're going with MasterChef analogies, I think I would be the Greg Walsh to your John Tarrudo. <laughs> How often do we do cooking, right? So. Oh, excellent. That's coming out straight away. Yeah, butter doesn't melt very slowly, so that's the oven's almost to temperature. My dish is out. It's quite hot, so I won't touch it too much. I'm going to grab our silicon. what do you call this? Brush, Brush. Brush. pastry brush, silicon pastry brush, (laughs) and I'm just going to mix, there's a little blob of olive oil and butter around in the dish, so they're combined, and then rub them up the side of the dish, so that the bits that go on the side don't stick. And I'll do that two or three times as we go, because it's liquid, it'll run off. But because it's fat, it will stick a little bit. So if I keep doing that every few minutes before the egg mixture goes in, it shouldn't stick to the, the bottom at all.
1: And I have to say, I have had my concerns not using any baking paper or, or not lining the dish in any way. But now it came out every time very nicely and it looks amazing. So fingers crossed, today is not going to be the day.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, no one will know. It's only a potato <laughs> or, yeah. it turned
1: out. It Depends what we tell you. Okay. So. So how many eggs ready. do we have there?
0: Six, six six eggs beaten so i'm just gonna slosh them into the big plastic mixing bowl it
1: literally is a lot of cheese with a little bit of egg in it isn't
0: it yeah melted cheese with egg through it really yummy so therein, i'm just gonna mix them around a bit combine do you all season the cheeses. it at this stage i don't because i'm gonna fry it later yeah there's a chance to put seasoning on there and because the the, so we've got three I mentioned this is a quadruple cheese omelette thing we've got three in the bowl here the fourth cheese that we're going to use is parmesan which is very salty and that's going to be the crust on the outside when we do the second cook later so every time I've made it I haven't actually needed to season it There's a, I guess if you're watching your salt content, I've used salted butter in the dish. <laughs> There's plenty
1: of salt, I guess, in, in the cheese already. That's getting...
0: that it's gonna cook in, <laughs> in the like oven. if you
1: watch your salt intake, this dish is not for you.
0: Probably not. <laughs> cheese, salted butter, Parmesan. No,
1: not right.
0: I'm just mixing it round. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. It's not even 50/50, is it? Well, maybe no. 50/50 no. eggs and cheese. No. It's an eggs and cheese in a bowl.
1: so there's 300 grams of cheese and six eggs. Yeah, that could be about 50/50. Yeah.
0: So it's almost ready to go in the oven. How quick is that? So simple. No.
1: Yeah, the one is
0: ready. So I'm just doing my last slosh around in the dish, getting my butter, which is starting to cool. So it's not quite solidifying, but it's getting it's some. It's bit thicker. Texture to it up yeah. the sides of the dish Here we go yeah, and I said the dish was hot but the, the silicon pastry brush can handle it yeah yeah good cool. so that's gonna go cheesy eggy mixture into dish it
1: looks gorgeous
0: it just looks like cheese and egg yeah which is all yummy it
1: is. <laughs> was not to like yeah. eggs cheese yummy butter and yummy.
0: I said so simple that I can make it and I'm simple I've got a fork to put it in there but I'm just gonna smooth it down a bit so it's sort of level but it'll do that itself as it
1: beautiful so right now it looks gorgeous but it definitely looks uncooked when it comes out in about 20-25 minutes?
0: Depends. You just want to keep an eye on it and do it by eye. I think we've had to give it up to half an hour before. Okay,
1: it will be nice and brown and just so delicious. I could definitely just get a spoon and eat it. So,
0: oven's sitting at about 200 degrees. That's going in, in its Pyrex dish and we will start a timer and I'll check on it after 20. What I'm gonna look for is it getting browned on the top but the the bit in the middle shouldn't still react like liquid. Yeah, It'll so when you shake it, it
1: shouldn't be like... It shouldn't, it, should be
0: it shouldn't wobble really. Yeah. Yeah. We'll want to be set on cool. so let's start that off and check on it in a little while
1: very good excellent
0: so that's the omelet just coming out of the oven
1: it smells and looks absolutely gorgeous
0: so that's had 31 minutes if you want to be exact on how long that's cooked for and um, it's the top of its browned we're not getting any blackening or anything it's just an even golden brown across the whole top what you might see and what it, well, I would say definitely see is the fat from the well everything everything's got fat in it in this you'll see them bubbling up at the sides because it's been so hot cooking in there that's absolutely fine just take the dish out pop it on the side and we need to let that cool now before we fry it again frying is the second cooking so it's going to stay in the dish for at least 10 minutes until it cools down enough for us to be able to just flip it over and prise it out of the dish and then we'll let it cool a bit longer when it's all naked on the side and then we'll do the second cook but that's looking pretty good what we were waiting for for that extra 10 minutes, I said it might take 20, it's taken 30, is that the middle doesn't wobble when you shake it, it's not got a liquid center or anything, we need that egg to be cooked all the way through before mm-hmm. we move on.
1: But yeah, it's nice and firm isn't it? When yeah,
0: so it, is, it puffs up quite a bit when you first take it out and it's it's sunk back down a little bit, but that's absolutely fine because it's, you know, it's, it's going nice to be... It's
1: nice and dense and it's yeah. easy to roll it in, uh, in the, in the uh, Parmesan cheese and then fried and it's so yummy. You've given away eat.
0: the secret recipe already before oh, I do oh, it. Oh, No, sorry. that's fine. Um, yep, yeah, so that looks good. It smells incredibly cheesy, strangely enough, with having 300 grams of three different cheeses in it. So we will let that cool down a little bit and then we'll come back to it in a little while. So our omelette has been out the, wa- out the oven for a while now. It's cooled down sufficiently. Yeah, cool to the touch so now we can start on the next stage of the cooking process which is where we bring in the fourth and final cheese which is grated
1: Grated parmesan
0: last stage is grated parmesan which we are going to coat each of the pieces of the omelet in so In Tom's book what he says to do is cut them into triangles which I've done and I'll post some pictures on social media of them all chopped up nicely and we're gonna coat them in a like a parmesan crust it's as I said just grated parmesan and it's gonna go into a pan of mixture of sunflower and olive oil to fry so let's get the oil on to heat up and it's on a medium heat what we've found from doing this a few times is that it does tend to spit a bit
1: yeah it does unfortunately it does spit quite a lot so I think the oil needs to be hot
0: yep the oil needs to be hot to cook the cheese because you're just cooking the cheesy crust on the outside and yes. warming it through a bit because you could make this the day before and then do the frying stage the next day if you wanted
1: we have never tried it but I, I bet that's the best way to do it when the omelet itself is really firm and cold Yep,
0: yeah, that's in mr. Mr. Kerridge's book chef Chef Tom says so, Hi, If you can, Tom. he says if you can chill it overnight do so but he also says when you when you're coating, which I'm doing now, coating it in the parmesan you pop it on your grated parmesan and just press it into the, the omelette slices so it's a bit it's got oil on it from the dish where we had butter and oil but the cheese doesn't necessarily stick to it as much as you might want and we'll find that when it goes into the frying pan as well that some of the parmesan flakes off so which does cause a little bit of smoking in the pan as those bits yeah. get cooked quicker. So just be aware, as with any frying, that it will make a bit of smoke and it might spit a little bit. Which is why we've got the door and the window open. <laughs> We're ready. I won't put the extractor on because it's very noisy. So I'm just pressing a bit of a parmesan crust into each of my slices here while the oil is warming up. Fourth cheese. four cheese omelette. You know what?
1: I'm such a big fan of blue cheese. I think I might have some blue cheese on the side as well. Ooh. So I have five cheese
0: omelette. If you both enjoy Oh well, you cook it for yourself, do whatever the fuck you want, really.
1: (laughs) Absolutely!
0: I I like a bit of blue cheese, but not that much. You could definitely put blue cheese through your mixture, because then you're going to melt into it nicely. It's whatever cheeses you want, so Tom has three different cheeses in his, Stinking Bishop being one of them, and we've just used what we thought looked nice and sounded nice from the supermarket packaging. Okay, this oil seems quite hot. I'm going to drop my first pieces in. There's the sizzle. My fingers are sizzling. What kind of blue cheese have you got to go
1: on the side of yours? I've got a beautiful Stilton. Oh. Blue Stilton. Yes, I'm definitely making five cheese omelet I am absolutely having blue Stilton on the side of the very cheesy omelette.
0: And what are we going to serve ours with? Because this is just, we're only doing the recipe for the omelette. So, we're so
1: um, Tom suggested in his book to serve it with red onion marmalade. I've, yes, and I have made my own. I like my red onion marmalade with a little bit of kick so there's some chili and ginger and five spice as well oh
0: nice
1: yeah so it's sweet spicy yeah no, i it's, it's gorgeous i think it's lovely so that's what you will see in the pictures and there's a little bit of rocket salad with radishes balsamic glaze and some prawn so it's not a sex cheese it's just it's, it's the same one it's okay the same onion.
0: I've got three pieces in the frying pan just now. We're using the oils that I mentioned. It's still shallow frying but there's quite a bit of oil in the base of that pan. There's probably a couple of tablespoons of each type. Olive oil and sunflower oil there. <laughs> I've got my favorite cooking implement. The goobers. <laughs> the goobers. Which are, uh, the proper word is tongs. Pongs in a fish slice, because we need to turn these over, which is the sound you're hearing now. Once they've had a few minutes each side, and they probably will start to stick even on a non-stick pan, flip them over so that you get your other side fried as well. And that sizzle is when the uncooked parmesan is hitting the pan and the hot oil, and that's a bit of sticking. But these, my goobers are my favourite cooking implements. I couldn't do without them, I use them for everything. <laughs> Flipping things over in a pan, turning them over on the grill, a pair of good metal tongs essential. So I've got my next two pieces crusted up with parmesan, there's a lot of smoke already for so these first three pieces and that's because the parmesan that is getting cooked in the oil will start to brown quite quickly and produce smoke and when we scoop out our triangles i'll try and take as much of that with me as possible because that's all just you know baked cheese yummy flavor
1: it's so yummy
0: now as soon as you've got a nice golden brown crust on each side of the triangle you can move it around a bit once you've got that crust on each side that's when it's ready to come out
1: so how many triangles do we get out of one portion
0: then? out of one of those dishes that we described earlier two
1: four, six seven.
0: but you could do them smaller or bigger or bigger? Who says you have to triangle it at all. You can just drop the whole thing in. And it'll definitely, do you know what? If it
1: was
0: a challenge, I would definitely eat the whole thing with a spoon. I
1: challenge you to eat all
0: of this. <laughs> I actually find the most challenging part is getting the parmesan to stick to it before it goes in the pan. You have to press it in. So you've got quite finely grated parmesan. You do have to press that into the yeah, into the face of your omelette. Now the frying is only really because you could have cooked it as much. Uh, you could have cooked it as far in advance as you want. You're just cooking the parmesan on the outside, so if you only want it lightly browned, that's absolutely fine. You can do that. That's all we're up to at this stage. But it does stick. It does spit. So watch your fingers. Use an implement. Work at a distance. Get some goobers. I love a goober. And once I'm taking them out of the pan, I'm popping them onto a wooden chopping board so the oil from the pan doesn't sit there too long. It will just soak off a little bit, because as we mentioned before, this is very good for a keto or a low carb diet, but it's certainly not low in fat with the amount of cheese we're using and the oil. and You don't really want it to be greasy, but there will be quite a high fat content, which is fine if you're dieting something like Atkins, Absolutely. where you Atkins want or keto, yes. Atkins or keto, where your goal is to have as few carbs as possible. You control your calories and all those calories come from your protein and your fats. The idea being that you put your body into a ketogenic state that so it wants to break down fats because it doesn't have any carbohydrates, So it starts to break down the fat that you've already built up in your body as well as what you're feeding it. So you feed it fat, it gets used to processing fat and then when it runs out of that it goes oh, I should use some of my fat stores and break those down. Excellent! So this is it. Last triangle coming out. So let's plate this up. We'll take it back to the dining room table. We'll take some pictures, post them on social media and give you our diagnosis, our dissection of the meal as we eat it. Here we are back from the kitchen, back at the dining table with the beautiful plates that Katerina has prepared for us from my egg thing cooking.
1: <laughs> they are gorgeous handy. It smells so good.
0: They will stink out your house of frying <laughs> cheese. But it's it's not a bad smell, definitely not.
1: Fried cheese, what's wrong about it? it smells amazing it's crunchy it's oh yummy
0: so what i've got on my beautifully presented plate is a little rocket side salad with some balsamic vinegar parmesan and some delicately sliced radishes i've got my cubes of omelette thing
1: cubes they are triangles. They
0: are triangles. <laughs> and I've got a nice blob of your homemade red onion marmalade, which marmalade. is very, very
1: strong in taste. I have to say, just be careful if you ever make this. Okay. Be careful with it. tastes it very, it very strong.
0: And there's a lot of recipes for that online, which you can find and find your favorite one for the red onion marmalade and, and share it with us. Maybe we'll need to use it ourselves next time. Mm. So I'm going to get a bit of everything, pop it in my gob.
1: Mm. And then because I am the, the greediest person, including the dog, in a house, I've got big slice of Bruce Delton on the side as well. So I'm yeah, I'm having five cheese omelette. The red onion marmalade is very spicy, isn't it? But I think it complements the cheese so well.
0: It does because you've got sweetness from the balsamic and do you have sugar in yours?
1: Sugar in the red onion marmalade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a little bit of very, very, the darkest sugar you can get, the better. Very dark sugar in the red onion marmalade, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Sticky sweetness, a bit of spice. Mm. And then the omelette itself, the famous omelette that we're talking mm-hmm. about today, we've got a lovely golden brown crust on it, which has come from our parmesan and our frying, which gives it a really nice crunch. The inside, you've got quite a firm omelety texture. So if you like omelettes already, hopefully this is just enhancing it. And if you don't like omelettes, like I didn't like them for quite a while, then this might still be for you because you're kind of having just a a nicely coated fried cheese recipe almost. You've got a crispy outside and a spongy, tasty, eggy inside.
1: It's absolutely gorgeous. I was very much surprised the first time you made it for us, how much I liked it. Because omelette is good. I always liked omelettes, but it's a little bit, hmm, hmm, not too keen on them. But this one, how many times I have asked you to make it for us (laughs) since you made it the first time. Absolutely gorgeous. It has the crunch to it. That's the thing, you the know. Cheesy crust. Cheesy crust. Oh, it's addictive isn't it? I think the crunch is the addictive thing.
0: The peppery rocket and radish goes really nicely with it. It's
1: gorgeous isn't it? To give
0: it a bit of freshness.
1: And the sweetness of the balsamic glaze and the red onion marmalade. Amazing!
0: I wouldn't have it on its own because it might be a bit fatty. As mm-hmm. I mentioned, it's good for a low carb high fat diet. Mm-hmm. By putting it onto that wooden chopping board, we're hoping that it doesn't become too oily because you have it with loads of butter and cheese and then fried it and then just by letting a little bit of it drain off you get a very pleasant crunch to it. Mm-hmm. The cheeses you could adapt it it's totally up to you what you want. If you're not a big fan of strong flavored cheeses you could find several other perfectly good cheese that have a strong cheddar you could have something like a red leicester and a parmesan through it, and then still crust it in the parmesan if you want. You just make it your own with the choice
1: yeah, of cheese. absolutely or mozzarella which is very mild cheese and it would, I think mozzarella could be quite beneficial, actually, mm. because it would add the ooziness of it, wouldn't it? So, mm-hmm. And mozzarella is in Tom's recipe originally.
0: The first time we made it, we made it with feta, and that worked as well. Mm. So it's quite versatile in how you want to do it.
1: Feta, yeah, feta was very good, actually. And that's not the best m- melting cheese, is it? Feta no. is quite firm. And it worked absolutely fine. So yeah, whatever cheese you like. We haven't tried it with blue cheese. But it's only because um, Andrew doesn't like like it as much as I do. If it was up to me, it would be just blue cheese.
0: So, as I said, I wasn't an omelette fan before. But I quite like this one. Mm. My mum was doing Atkins for quite a while and that and she was eating omelettes every day. And I was just, I would look at them and smell at them and go, nope, that's not for me. But scrambled eggs I was fine with. Mm. However, this I find this one very enjoyable. But it's
1: the texture, isn't it? Because you are very focused on texture of, mm-hmm. of, of, of your meals. Because this twice cooked omelette doesn't have the texture of an omelette.
0: That's probably what it is. It's got the springy, firm inside of an omelette you've got that crunch on the outside from the crust of parmesan that makes it more enjoyable to eat. Yeah I, it's not that I focus on it deliberately but texture is but a yeah, big thing for me in, yeah, in food is. somehow it's subliminal. Yeah. This red onion marmalade is delicious that you've made there. Yeah it
1: is lovely but it is very strong so a little goes a long way. It does. Right, so this has been a success definitely.
0: So we had it, we've only started cooking it in the last few weeks but it's become a firm favorite and we've had it every week since. (laughs) We have yeah. (laughs) It's good for getting your protein and fat content up, certainly protein with six eggs in there and the cheese. I would recommend it.
1: I would absolutely recommend this one and all the other recipes in Tom's book are very very intriguing. They are not difficult even though you're not big on cooking. Even though if you are a beginner, you can pretty much do all of them. They are not very complicated ingredients. You don't have to go miles and miles away to find them. You no. can find them in your local supermarket, easy. So yeah, no, it is a fantastic book. It's all healthy, even though you are not trying to lose weight. It's just very tasty, tasty, tasty recipes.
0: Absolutely. This is a, a good weekend morning dish, I would mm. say, a good brunch mm. dish. And I make jokes about it. I'm not the cook <laughs> of the house. I don't do most of our meals. I know how to cook a bit. I know what some of this and some of that is. You would have heard, if you've listened this far, me cooking it in the kitchen. It's really not complicated to throw the ingredients together. And then the two cooking methods, again, they're not they're not difficult. So you can definitely have a go if you want to get into cooking and try something a little bit different.
1: Go for it. Try it. Send us your pictures. Send us your comments. Let us know what you thought of the recipe.
0: Yeah, we have said all we need to say about it probably. So this has been Tasty. And next time, shall we let you back in the kitchen? <laughs> Rather than just preparing a nice-sized salad for us,
1: is it safe to let me like, back in the kitchen? Or well, do you think?
0: maybe once I've done the washing up first.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Next time, I would like to make for you guys spaghetti puttanesca, ah, or tariatella, Depends what we decide on. It will be some kind of pasta with puttanesca sauce.
0: And what does puttanesca mean again?
1: It's a lady of the night, I believe. It's ah,
0: we're gonna have pasta prostitute sauce next time. <laughs> <laughs> so an Italian word, an Italian recipe, maybe with a little bit of our own twist on it.
1: I think in this this occasion, we are actually following the recipe. Ooh, it's one of change. Jamie Oliver uh, J- Jamie Oliver's recipes. One of his I believe 15 yeah, it will be 15 minute meals. So it's very quick. It's gorgeous. It's it's, it's just one of these mid-midweek recipes you want to quickly throw together. M- throw together when you come from work.
0: It doesn't yeah, well, the first time we did it was bo- after we'd both been working and yeah, it yeah. didn't take us long so to So once together. you
1: when, once you put the pasta whatever shape pasta you you prefer into the water you make the sauce within the 12 minutes while the pasta makes so it definitely is a 15 minute meal.
0: Great and we've made it a couple of times but I'm still not that familiar with it probably because I will start drinking too early and I don't (laughs) remember what goes into it
1: most likely
0: so i'm going to finish off my cheesy triangles we'll post all our pictures of the meal on social media we'll put the recipe into the show notes although you could easily pick up tom kerridge's dopamine diet cookbook yourselves and you would be able to find it it might even be on his website i don't know but it's worth a look either way
1: and it's beautiful pasta puttanesca next yes
0: pasta puttanesca next time until then we have enjoyed speaking at you and we'll speak at you again soon
1: michelle bye guys bye
0: for now bye